Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. It is Friday, May 29th, 2020. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Jason and Alexis in the morning. Uh, it is 7.02, and it oddly even feels weird just to say good morning. Um, but uh, we are here, and uh, we appreciate you joining us uh, this morning. Um, if you're just tuning in, uh, it goes without saying this is going to be a different, a very different broadcast today. Things that you usually hear on Friday, you won't be hearing. We're going to be joined uh, by some guests uh, throughout the hour. Um, Matt Belanger will be calling in um, at 730 uh, to not only uh, give us the latest from the cruise uh, on 5 Eyewitness News, but also uh, we want to definitely get an update. Um, Matt experienced uh, hate of a different variety, as you guys know, uh, that made national news a couple weeks ago. So we're going to check on his well-being. And then in the 8 o'clock hour, I'm very excited, uh, and uh, maybe excited is the wrong word. I'm, I'm excited about the opportunity uh, to get the perspective of Miss Shannon, who will be joining us. Uh, Miss Shannon, oh, um, good. yeah, will be joining us for a conversation, which I think, you know, Lex and Dawn and I spoke, I just think is very important, um, especially as a person of color, as a black woman raising a black son. Yes. Um to speak to the pain, uh, to the unmeasured pain, um, the collective pain of what this means, what what the murder of George Floyd, really, what, what it means to her. She can speak from the heart better than most, and she's a voice all of you trust. Um, I have mail, by the way, my my prescriptions <laughs> yeah. in at Walgreens. Don, I got it. Okay. Uh, if you need to feel the 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 need to lighten the mood for one minute, you please I... let's do it now. Let's do it now. Okay, yeah. let's talk about news anchors on the air without a script. Oh my God, it's been so long since I've seen true pros at work. First of all, Julie Nelson. Oh my God, girl, you are unbelievable. Yeah. You are really good flying blind. And then Jason, your buddies at the four, the married couple, Amelia, oh, and Frank. What, a, what a pleasure watching them. I watched them right up until I finally had to crash. Those two are so good and so honest with each other and us without a script, and they're winging it. And Frank's getting information, kind of, you know, kind of a little bit wrong. And Amelia's calling oh, on yeah. him, calling it, uh, calling him on it. 
And it's so fun. They're just so, so good. You can really see who the true pros are uh, when they're sitting at the desk without a script. It, it was amazing to watch last night. Uh, and and reporters, like you said, oh, my goodness, we've got some great reporters yeah. in this town. Skullin, oh, uh, Beth at, at the five. McDonough. And they're the putting five. their lives on the line as well. Absolutely. They, and they I was are. tweeting. It's, it's I was scary. tweeting very, uh, tweeting very, or not tweeting, uh, texting very mean things to Coles about, you know, head on the swivel, eyes, you know, looking around, and he's like, yeah, whatever, dude. And then finally at around midnight or so, he goes, you know what? We need to move. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, no bleep, Jay. Get out of there, yeah. dum-dum. Oh, boy. <laughs> but uh, it, it, it was really interesting watching TV last night. I will extend our brief moment of levity that I think we just need a break. There's only so many Kleenexes in this studio, but uh, I will extend it for just a second. Uh, Kenny, uh, 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 l- let's just focus on Amelia. Uh, uh, Dopey Frank, we don't need to uh, uh, pump him up anymore. We don't. <laughs> he's so he's, good he's, together. <laughs> no, I She's love you, Frank. I rolling him all I, night. Well, it's like being at their kitchen. Table. Kenny, that's that's what it's like in the Amelia Santanello Vasilera <laughs> it's house. So it's fun. It was uh, oh, art is imitating. Very uh, relaxed. It's uh, it, that's the way <laughs> it is. Did that to Onhill? Okay, yeah, yeah you're just like me. No, they uh, were so serious, but they really lightened my mood just because the way they interact yeah well i will extend on that and turn it into a compliment i know it's fashionable and look we make mistakes and when i say we we in the media um and yes but but we admit it we do retractions when newspapers make mistake they do retractions when news stations uh make mistakes with facts they make retractions um and i know it's fashionable um, and, and in some circles, it's it's celebrated to bust on the media. But Kenny, I'm so glad that you said that for a second. I know the the coverage isn't perfect. I know sometimes there's uh, uh, unjust attention focused on the violence and not recentered back on Mr. Floyd. Um, yeah. Having said all of that, I will tell you, everybody, trust me when I say this, uh, because uh, when I gave my birthday shout out to Shelby a couple days ago, um, I said it then. Guys, we're very lucky. Uh, Lex knows this. Dawn, in your five years here, you probably know this now. Kenny knows this from living here forever. Guys, even with our, uh, even with the, the mistakes that are sometimes made, even if you don't like this particular angle or this particular angle, guys, I've traveled all across the country. I know the caliber of reporters. I know the caliber of cr- coverage in other local markets. I'm not disparaging other cities. Guys, we are really lucky here. We are uh, we are very lucky. We have great seasoned journalists here, TV journalists that, as Dawn said, are trying to bring us, you know, when and I don't mean to be bitchy, but when our leaders aren't tweeting or telling us anything, um, people tune to local news, uh, whether it's five here as we sit here in this building and Beth McDonough, who I've known for years. Uh, or uh, Julie, or uh, Santanello Vasilero Santanello, or my buddy Scullin. Um, they're all doing their best. Uh, you know, they're, oh, shut up, Siri. Um, they're all doing their best. You know, Scullin, you know, Scullin's a, a, a mom, you know, mm-hmm. and, 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 and uh, Scullin's been doing this for years. And that woman was down there. She wanted, she, she wants to be right in the action and she's putting herself in harm's way to give you pictures and, and give you video and, and, and where's her, 
Geez, geez Louise. I mean, it's not fashionable to promote another show, but Wurzer's right down there right now. Uh, my point in this is it's not a rah-rah media thing, uh, but as we take this brief respite uh, from from talking about the despair, um, there is a positive. We're, we are lucky to live in this city. We do have some good journalists uh, in this town. Adults, as a friend of mine said, they were watching local news one day, and they said, Y'all got some grown-ups on the news. And I said, yeah, we yeah. do. We do. Yep. So. I have um, I, I have an email from a listener who always participates, and uh, and I would like to read this Martin Luther King Jr. quote. This uh, thank you, Sheehan Jawa, Jawa, Jaya Wardenia, yeah. for sending this. Martin Luther King Jr. in 1967 said this, I think America must see that riots do not develop out of thin air. Nope. Certain conditions continue to exist in our society, which must be condemned as vigorously as we condemn riots. But in the final analysis, a riot is the language of the unheard. And what is what is it that America has failed to hear? It's failed to hear that the plight of the Negro poor has worsened over the last few years. It's failed to hear that the promises of freedom and justice have not been met. And it has failed to hear that large segments of white society are more concerned about tranquility and the status quo than about justice, equality, and humanity. And so in in a real sense, our nation's summers of riots are caused by our nation's winters of delay. And as long as America postpones justice, we stand in the position of having these reoccurrences of violence and riots over and over again. Social justice and progress are the absolute guarantors of riot prevention. And that was said in 1967. How have we changed? Not a lot. It is 7-11. We're going to take a break. And we'll be back after this. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk window 7-1. And streaming right now at my talk window 7-1.com. I'm Jace with Lex and Dawn. Um, you know, as we go through this again and we try to keep the focus on George Floyd. Uh, because again, it's... It's so important to remember that this violence that the city is experiencing right now, the violence started on Monday. The violence started on Monday. Yeah. And actually, yeah. it started way before that. If we're being, uh, the embers have been burning uh, yep. for, for, for decades here. Let's be very honest and blunt and not BS people listening. Yeah. But, but for right now, we'll, we'll just say for the sake of the broadcast, the, the, the violence that we're experiencing right now started on, on Monday with the murder of Mr. Floyd. Um, so I always like to reset the table by saying that that's where our focus should be. But as we cover the news of the minute, and I say that with purpose because things are changing literally by the minute, I just want everyone to know that we know where the focus is. We know where the focus should be. Uh, but we also want to bring you the very latest, especially today. This is not going to be, if you just tuned in, this is not going to be the regular show that you're used to listening to. And we hope to be back to that when it is appropriate. Today, it is not appropriate. Uh, what is appropriate today is to have very difficult conversations that challenge the way that we've been thinking uh, that hopefully will open your heart a little bit better, a little bit bigger, uh, if that is an area where you struggle in. Uh, but as we cover the news, I do want to bring up one point to uh, we were talking about local coverage because, you know, when something like this happens, where whether it's a, a crisis of a national concern, local concern, whether it's a weather event, People often turn to their local stations like KSTP or whatever. Uh, I saw on Twitter a lot of people were wondering why um, stations weren't live, wall, as they say, wall to wall. Um, I think Kenny addressed this too on Twitter. 
It's a little thing to note. Uh, Yeah, it's a little thing to note today. um, If things do erupt again today and and God help us all. And I I hope that doesn't happen for the sake of our city um, and the pain everyone's feeling. Uh, But if you're if you tune to local news and it's not on, please know a lot of these crews are connecting because of the pandemic, because, yes, we also have a pandemic going on. Uh, They're connecting via the Internet. And because of the massive strain being put on the uh, systems here, the, the the TV stations, which are operating. I mean, look, Dawn and I are physically the only people sitting in this building right now. Yeah. Kenny and, yeah. and Alexis are connected via the web. The same with the TV stations. So if they're not on the air, that is why. Um, uh, Kenny, I know you addressed that yesterday, and I appreciate that because we don't want people uh, thinking well, that KSDP and uh, Fox, and uh, they uh, want to be on the air, believe me. I was so frustrated because I couldn't believe what I wasn't seeing. Yeah. And I have, for yeah. some reason, there everybody in, in town in the media seems to follow me for some reason. I, I always assumed <laughs> it so they could steal my information, which, you know, yeah, I got over that. Uh, <laughs> after, I, I, after I collected 100 followers, I got over that. It's like, you know what? I, I did the work, but here it is. Have it. Have at it. But I threw these tweets out there, and all these people who I didn't know even knew I existed started DMing me and explaining the situation, and I promised I wouldn't bring up their names on the air. Yeah. As it turns out, they're Kenny fans, and I had no idea. <laughs> Jeez, I had no idea I had friends in such high places. <laughs> uh, but it, it was explained to me the same way you just explained it, and it makes perfect sense. Yes. The business has changed a lot in the last 10, 20 years uh, from the, the reliance of satellites and et cetera to the internet and and this is what happened and uh i remember this happening the night the bridge fell in the water 35w none of us could get a cell signal no and Mm -hmm. and even though we've got better service now that's what's been happening here the last few days so it's really tough hooking up the reporter on the street to the station and then sending it out to the rest of us yeah so as we make our way through the next few days um and you're looking for coverage just know if you can't find it that's 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 uh perhaps one of the uh one of the reasons so uh continuing with a little bit of house cleaning here before we're joined by matt uh, belanger in the next segment to give us further perspective on what what it's like right now um in south minneapolis and in st paul as uh as the day breaks here um uh i told you at the top of the broadcast that a cnn reporter was a, a crew was arrested on live television uh a statement was just released Uh, In the course of clearing the streets and restoring order at Lake Street and Snelling, four people were arrested by state patrol troopers, including three members of a CNN crew. The three were released once they were confirmed to be members of the media. Okay. Okay. I will. Okay. Can I just, can I be bitchy for just a second, please? please? please. I'm going to say, I'm going to say something that you're all thinking right now. Spare me your PR BS. Confirm that you're a member of the media. He had a microphone in his hand. He had a cameraman pointing at him with the CNN logo. Mm-hmm. Are you... Don't don't insult our intelligence. Please. I Don't insult our intelligence. Seriously, I know you have... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I know the poor, I'm not blaming 
Valerie, the PR person that had to send this tweet out. Hi, Valerie, or whatever your name is. Pete. I don't know who it is. Anyway, <laughs> I'm not blaming the person yeah. that had to send this tweet, but spare us the crap. Um, a, a confirmed member of the media. D- give me a break. Give me a break. I, I, I get that you're trying to restore order. That's fine. I, I, we, crews are removed from areas all the time. It happens. That That's not shocking. Uh, they get into places, and there's some overzealous reporters who go to <laughs> go into mm-hmm. properties. They, you know, they yeah. but or go be, you know, go beyond where they should. But you heard on the air, and I don't want to bemoan this. This isn't where the focus should be. But I just want to put a button on this. You heard on the air, Omar, the correspondent, was like, "Tell me where to go. Tell me where to go." So to say that you needed yeah. to confirm it's a member of the media, that just smells like a mountain of crap. Uh, from a squirrel by Alexis's house. We Sorry, Alexis. It was a simple there. conversation that could have happened. Yeah. Like they were asked, where do you That's want us problem. to go? Well, it was, he was so calm. Now we do not know what happened before. We do not know. But, but uh, they could have been complete, you know, whatever. But uh, it just is a little shocking that that happened. You know, we need to be informed. And then the, the poor CNN reporters that are back at the at the studios they're like we don't have a reporter anymore yeah i mean they're sort of having to you know just fly by the seat of their pants saying is it because he was brown yeah you know because that's the first thing you think now why was he targeted other why was he targeted and not a white reporter but once again we don't know what happened before it's just almost like i feel like i don't even want to say that i i i saw the video too again yesterday i referenced it uh, again, bringing focus back to where it should be, and that is uh, the systematic racism that plagues us. Uh, did you guys see that video again of that uh, that young black man in, I believe it was in Texas, that was in his front lawn? He ran a red light or something, uh, uh, supposedly. Oh, did yes. you see this, Lex? I did. And no. he's on the ground. Oh, Don, uh, don't, because you're. I, I don't. Want, it's it's horrible. I cried watching this one. Uh, he uh, is on the he ground. Ran a red light. He ran a red light, Lex, and is on the ground in the front lawn of what is Grandma's house, right, Lex? Yep. 90-year-old grandmother. He's on the ground, Don and Kenny. Kenny, did you see this? No, I didn't. I, on the I ground. On the ground, I believe the young man is crying, and there are not one, not two, not three, but I believe four troopers out of their cars. It looks like a scene from a Steven Seagal movie. Or something you would see like on TJ Hooker or, or, or Law and Order. Pointing their gun at this young man. And the 90-year-old grandmother is standing next to him waving going, no, 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 no. Bawling, like trying to protect her grandson. He ran a red light. I ran a red light yesterday in Woodbury in front of a police officer. I mean, it was yellow and then red. Yeah. And I'm like, whoops. We call that orange, by the <laughs> yeah. way. Yeah, well, but still, yeah. this is ridiculous. <laughs> but... I, I'm just bringing it up to, to recenter the focus. Lex, upsetting, right? I mean, it's just, that's not even a word. It's not even oh. valid. It's not even enough. It's just, it pisses me off. It, and, 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 I'm and gonna people go back wonder. to, you know, why haven't they been arrested? Gosh, the that's officers. why all of this is happening, this Alexis. This is why, yes, this has escalated to this point. That press conference yesterday was weak. Oh. It was delayed, and then that is not what we 
we're expecting to hear. And you mean from what, Freeman, right, Lex? From Freeman, Freeman yes, and uh, McDonald, yeah. the U.S. attorney and the yeah. county attorneys. Yeah, because yeah. there's a local local case and there's a federal case too. Yeah. Yes. And what and what they said. That's what we Flame, wanted to hear. It, it it fanned the flames, Lex. And then yes. Freeman comes back an hour later and said, "Well, I misspoke. What I really yeah, meant because to he said sa- yada yada yada." Because yeah. he said, "There's evidence," and I'm paraphrasing. And I I'm going to pull this up if I can yeah, figure out my computer. Uh, Scarborough this morning uh, and Reverend Al, who was back uh, uh, in Minneapolis yesterday, they had a, a, a back and forth. I would like to play if I can get my computer working. But anyway, uh, he said something. Freeman said something effective. There are there's evidence that that's out there that I believe he said speaks to not charging him. But then he misspoke and he had to come back and kind of change that statement. So it's just like, dude. Yeah, that that fueled the fire right there. Um, And when you're consistently silenced, when you feel like you're being erased from the country, quite literally, and no one is hearing you over and over and over again. We also have, I mean, Jason being a part of the LGBTQ community and us being allies, you know, we have Stonewall. We have examples of protests, violent protests, that if they didn't happen, LGBTQ rights would not be where they are right now. No. And so I think that a lot of communities are seeing this and going, and I, I, well, I was part of the big community. We're all part of this community, of course, but, uh, and just going, you know what, I can see sometimes when, you need violence when a system that has been so violent to you, buildings can be replaced, material things can be replaced, but lives can't. It is 726. We're going to take a break. Alexis mentioned the LGBTQ community. Uh, our friend Matt Belanger is going to be here. Uh, he's going to give us the latest uh, from the scenes. And also we're going to ask him how he's doing. He himself felt a different version of hate, but hate nonetheless. Uh, all of that when we continue. It is 7.32 on this Friday, May 29th, 2020. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk 1071, and we're always available at MyTalk1071.com. Uh, coming up in the 8 o'clock hour, we're going to be joined by our friend, Miss Shannon, to give us some much-needed uh, and uh, respected perspective on all of this. That's coming up in just a little bit, but another friend of ours joins us now uh, with more on what's happening this morning is our friend Matt Belanger from 5 Eyewitness News. Good morning, Matt. Good morning, everyone. Hello. Uh, thanks for having me here. Uh, you know, I'll do my best here to bring you up to date with kind of the very latest of what's happening at this moment. Yeah. The Twin Cities. I know you. I know you've been talking about it all morning long. Yeah, Matt, 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 Matt. Before you begin, I want to say this because uh, I want yeah. uh, we're we're really trying, and I know you respect this. We're really trying to do this show today with with a specific intention, and I want yeah. uh, and I want people to also know that we are not lacking in compassion for what happened to you. We want. Want to get to that uh I, I just want to start with george floyd and then um i just don't want you to think that we're heartless yeah we're going to check on that but again we're just trying to be very purposeful so i just want to acknowledge that because no. i don't want pe- i don't want you to think we don't care we do uh we have been very worried about you but i just wanted to say that before we even started uh so what is, is yeah kind of you I, I i genuinely appreciate it personally but you know in these times uh job is first and foremost we are you know we are doing what we do best and that is reporting what's happening and, yes. and that is the top of mind for me this morning so i'll just jump right in uh and go kind of chronologically i know you've covered it but we've had this this third night 
of unrest, these, these violent and destructive demonstrations and protests uh, in response to the death of, of George Floyd, of course, the unarmed black man who died after being taken into custody by Minneapolis police, handcuffed, laying on the ground. Everyone has seen the video at this point, uh, you know, of the, of the officer with his knee on Floyd's neck and, and hearing Floyd saying he can't breathe. So these, these protests have started peacefully, and it's important to remember that uh, through the, the, each day in the afternoon and the early evening hours, but then overnight uh, they've, they've turned chaotic. And, and here's the, the very latest up-to-the-minute information I've just confirmed here for you all this morning. Uh, and you guys did give an update about, about Lake Street and South Minneapolis. And that is, is one of the hubs of action this morning. And you should stay away from that area, absolutely, because state troopers are there uh, joining with other members of law enforcement. And what, what they're doing is they're trying to secure a perimeter. So they, they're literally physically lining up. And then every so often taking another step outward, imagine a circle in your mind of people standing, forming kind of like a wall. That's, that's what they're doing, members of law enforcement. And then, and then they're, they're slowly stepping out and stepping out further and further, pushing people back to try and clear the area. And that is because, and I'm sure everyone's aware as you're waking up this morning and, and taking a look at the news and just looking outside, you're seeing a lot of smoke rising into the air. There are many, many fires burning across both Minneapolis and St. Paul. And so what they're trying to do, is, particularly there at Lake Street, is is clear the area so that it is safe for firefighters to get in there to put water on the flames, try to put out the fires that are, that are burning. Speaking of St. Paul, I just got this new number confirmed here this morning. We're learning about 170 buildings, 170 buildings were damaged in oh. some way by looting, broken windows, fire in, in, across the city of St. Paul. So if you're if you're kind of casually tuning into this story still, uh, and you think this is like a Minneapolis or a South Minneapolis situation, it has escalated clearly to the point where now it is it is across the Twin Cities, and we're getting reports of other action that's happening in in the suburban communities as well, extending beyond the, the urban cores, and so. So and Matt, kind of, and, and, and go ahead, Jason. Yeah, and uh, Mayor Melvin Carter, uh, this was just tweeted out. Mr. Car- uh, the mayor says looters should quote absolutely expect to be held accountable for actions. Uh, he continues, I draw a firm distinction from folks who want to stand somewhere peacefully, speak up, yell, sing to demand arrest, versus folks who want to run down the street and break windows and take TVs. That's a quote from right. the mayor of St. Paul. Mm-hmm. And just just to be clear with everyone who's listening this morning, that the reason that we're covering this and the reason we keep talking about you know where the activity is is because it's for everyone's safety. No one should be going to the Lake Street area, and you need to know that as you wake up and plan your day. And and, and so that's why we keep talking about where this is happening. Some people have questioned, you know, why are you giving attention to it? Well, it's a, it's a public safety issue, and that and that's why, frankly. Uh, the other story that a lot of people are talking about this morning, I, I don't know if you guys have already covered this, but did you see this morning on live TV a CNN correspondent, a yes. black yeah. CNN correspondent, was arrested on air along with his uh, a, a photographer. There was a producer there on scene. That's getting a lot of attention and a lot of talk. The, the CNN television camera was, was live on TV, and you you saw the, mm-hmm. the state troopers and the other law enforcement members kind of move in and riot gear. I mean, they have they have the whole the whole works of protective gear on and that that correspondent was calm i watched it was calm was respectful mm-hmm. was cooperative 
said, asked, where would you like us to move? Where, you know, he identified himself as a journalist and, and, and repeatedly, and they still put cuffs on him and took him into custody. They took the live camera from the guy who was operating it and, and arrested everybody. Mm, the yes. governor we played that responded footage. to that. Yeah. The, the governor's responded to that saying that, that that should not have happened. And, and those journalists, that, they've been released now, just as, as an update here this morning. But that, that's getting the nation's mm. attention, too, as just a little sidebar that's yeah. kind of shocking as well. How yes. could that happen? Because, again, we're, we're just trying to tell people what's happening. Right. Um, national protests, exactly. New York, Denver, L.A., Trump saying he's going to step in if local leaders don't handle it. And, of course, the mayor of Minneapolis saying that uh, lives are more important than, than buildings. Matt, I want to spend the last few minutes, as I said at, at the top of the segment, uh, for folks folks who don't know, uh, Matt himself uh, felt uh, hate of a different variety, but hate nonetheless, making national news when he was attacked on Nicollet Mall um, uh, by a, a guy who threw, what was it, Matt, a brick, a rock? It doesn't really matter. Threw, what was it, my friend? We still don't know. Yeah. Honestly, oh. I still don't know. We went back out to try to find it. There's a lot of debris there on the on the train platform, and it's it's really impossible to know uh, exactly what it was. But the way that the law works in Minnesota, it really doesn't matter what the quote unquote weapon was. Yeah. It's about no. The, it's about the significance of the injuries. But yes. I, I listen. How, you do, I, how are you doing? I, I'm okay. I I, I deeply appreciate the outpouring of support from Minnesotans. And I'm so, I'm, I'm moved, <laughs> you know, I, I had no idea that my work, we know our work has an impact, but I had no idea the number of lives that, that I, that I touched through my work and, and that this tragic thing that happened to me and, and in, in what's happening now, I mean, I just, I feel like my, my story is so insignificant compared to what's happening out there this morning across our, our cities. But but, but it really brought into focus, you know, the work that we do and the lives that we can touch through the television camera and, and, and through our reporting work. And I just want to say thank you. I'm doing better. My vision's a little blurry still in my left eye. Um, do they expect I'm a full recovery, time. Matt? Do they, do, yeah. do you expect a full recovery? Yeah, there, uh, there, it, it is going to come back. They say, you know, my pupil just has to close up again and, and it, it should be all right. I will have a lifelong risk of some complications, but... All in all, I'm very lucky. I'm very lucky there wasn't any structural damage, and the, and the justice you know, system is, is taking its course with the suspect uh, in, in my personal situation. You know, I'm going to wrangle with the mental ramification of it for a while. Yeah, <laughs> so of course. I'm toying with, I, you know, I'm toying with, literally in this moment, I'm like, well, I should probably buy a car because I don't have a car. I rely on public transit oh, and, yeah. you know, and so riding the metro and the, and the light rail trains. But, but then again, I'm at the same time i'm thankful it happened at this train platform it could have happened on any street anywhere and because it happened at the train stop there were cameras yes and and Ah, that really helped in my case so so many thoughts but let me just the overwhelming thing i wanted to say is that you know i'm gonna be okay i'm so grateful everyone's support thank you guys and i miss you (laughs) and i'm sorry i'm back under these circumstances to talk about what's happening this morning but uh, i'm we're always happy to to stop by and give you updates well we wanted again i i i purposely set it up the way that that we did because i didn't want you to think we were heartless but um as i'm sure you can it's not even it's not even on my mind jace i mean i'm not (laughs) a really my story over as far as I'm concerned in this moment, I have to put pause yes. because there's 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 a much uh, bigger situation clearly that's demanding our attention. So, well, we're glad that you could join us, and uh, most importantly, yeah. we're glad that you're doing better. Thanks, yeah, Matt. Thanks, Matt.
All right, and we can check in as long as you guys need. Just let us know. Thank you, buddy. Matt Belanger, everybody, from 5 Eyewitness News. It is coming up on 742. We're going to take a quick pause, and we'll be back right after these words. Welcome back, everyone. Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk with a 71. If you just joined us, this is going to be a different type of broadcast today. Um, we appreciate you being here. Uh, it's not uh, what we typically do on Fridays, and uh, we will return to that. Uh, when it is appropriate, but we are continuing to talk about the murder of George Floyd and the ensuing uh, violence, fires and destruction, protests and uh, voices being heard and not being heard around our cities this morning. Joining us with the St. Paul perspective is our friend Stephanie Hansen. Uh, good morning, Steph. Good morning, guys. You've done a great job this morning. It's um, It's a really hard day. Well, we've talked we've talked a lot about Minneapolis. Uh, we're trying to get all perspectives. We're going to soon be joined by <clears throat> by Miss Shannon, and I thought it was a is it was important because I saw like Kenny. Kenny was my uh, Twitter fairy fairy godfather yeah. yesterday. You were very much my beacon into what was happening in St. Paul. Can you speak to the collective pain? Can you speak to uh, what you're feeling right now, Steph? Yeah, it's. Um, we hardly slept all night. I live right near the Capitol between the intersections of Selby Dale and Grandin Dale and like Grandin Victoria. Um, we saw people looting on Grand Avenue. My husband watched a bunch of people break into the Walgreens on Grand, um, all night long, obviously the sirens, the smoke, the um it was it was like living in an alternate universe kind of because on one respect it was a nice evening out and people were sort of walking down the street with their dogs and then you're hearing all these sirens and you're watching twitter and i live in a community of a lot of older folks that don't have social media so you know they're going out for their evening walk i'm like wait a second don't go out tonight it's been um it's been super sad. And at the same time, you're, I mean, what happened to uh, Mr. Floyd was just awful. And what's happening to our community is awful. There's so much awfulness. I can't even really like get my mind around it. It was my birthday yesterday, sadly. And I woke up and I called our friend Jen Jace and I just started crying. There's just so much sadness and so much loss. And I can't help but think about, these businesses, you know, these hard working folks that they have their business and they're scared and they're boarding them up and they're getting burned down. And I also think about the food insecurity that's going to happen in these areas where there's now no grocery stores, there's no public transit, there's no kids meals because everyone's just afraid. What do you feel is just a member of the community with the death of Mr. Floyd, with the murder of Mr. Floyd? How do you feel is just another human being walking on the planet that this can happen in your yeah, community, in, in, um, in, in our community that this and it's happened before? How, I, I feel sickened. I felt like um, what I saw was beyond comprehension. I feel confused about the laws that allow something like that to happen and then those people not be held to the same account that I would be in that instance. My sister is an attorney, so we've talked a lot the last 
48 hours about what those laws are that protect the police. I feel like a systemic change from somebody talked about, you know, when you have like a butterfly garden and you burn it down to the ground to watch new life form. It's a terrible analogy because I don't want anything that has happened to have happened, but I'm trying to find some kind of hope inside that to what can this look like. I have to say the leadership of the cities just terrified me in that it was absent. Um, I listened to Melvin Carter talk to Julie Nelson, and I just felt so empty after the conversation. But I'm also empathetic to that this must just be so hard for them as well. And we're in the middle of a pandemic, and we're in the middle of all these people that have lost their jobs, that are feeling hopeless. It is just like, it's just hard to get your mind around it. And hard to know, how do we move forward? I mean, four miles of destruction from St. Paul to Uptown, just along Lake Street alone. That just doesn't come back overnight. No. Steph, did you hear any gunshots last night over in your neighborhood? All night long. And I know they were gunshots. You know, a lot of times here, it's like, oh, is that fireworks? No, all night long. All night long. You're out in the country as much as I am, so we get used to gunfire all day long. And people like us, we can tell gunshots between fireworks almost instantly. And I don't even cringe or bristle when I hear fireworks. But, boy, there were a ton of gunshots last night. I'm kind of wondering. Like, I just don't think we know all the stories either. Like, I'm wondering. There has to. What I was hearing last night was a city on fire. And I mean that in lots of ways. I mean that in gunfire, in literal fire, in looting, in hearts on fire. It just was, I I mean, I would lay there and every 10 minutes I heard guns. And people, you know, sirens, just the sirens up and down 94 all night. And we were listening to the police scanner. And, you know, you'd hear, oh, someone just broke into the Lululemon on Grand Avenue. Oh, someone just broke into Golden Treasures and they're looting the store. Oh, U.S. Bank on Grand Avenue is being robbed. Uh, And and how, I mean, this just went on. It it was so clear at some point, I would say probably about 1030 to me, just listening to those scanners. They were just, the calls were coming in so fast and furious. There was no way they could cover everything. No, no, not at all. Steph, no, does it? Just, I, Steph, you're 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 incredibly smart, and I I always value your your perspective. Does it make any sense to you uh, why? And I've talked to a number of of officers, uh, uh, police across the country that I know, relatives of mine. Does it make any damn sense to you why uh, these officers haven't been arrested? Um. Yes, from the standpoint that they have different legal protections than an average citizen would. Yeah. And that's neither right nor wrong. I I make no judgment other than that's the reason. I feel like for their protection, it would be smart right now. Just to arrest them, yeah. Steph, what were you going to say? I was just going to say that that's the reason why. I don't agree with that reason, but from a legal standpoint, that's the reason. They have different protections than we do because they're police officers. Yeah. And 
I, I mean, again, how do we um, start? To, we have to start to unravel all this. This is a systemic failure. Yeah, hey, hey, it's hey, a failure of our leaders, of our of our community, of our people, of ourselves. Yeah, and we're fooling. Uh, Go ahead, Kenny. How's your what's your confidence level with uh, with our leadership at this point, Steph? Um. I can speak to the city of St. Paul because this is my city, and I feel very disheartened. Yeah. I feel disheartened. And this is a situation where you kind of have to hold both things in your heart, right? Because what happened to Mr. Floyd is unacceptable. What is happening in our police department is unacceptable. But I also have to hold dear our city and our businesses and our communities and what we've built. And that's also unacceptable to burn that to the ground. I, I hold both things very dear and I don't know the way out here. And I feel kind of at loss for words and pretty emotional about it, to be honest. Yeah, it's very real. And it's what it's reflective of what everyone listening feels. Steph, I appreciate you taking the time today, sweetheart. I really do. Yeah, thanks, you guys. I think it was an important thing to hear. We've talked about Minneapolis. We've, of course, kept focus on where it should be. And that's the murder of Mr. Floyd. But I wanted to hear about St. Paul as well, because as you heard, the destruction is miles long. Uh, We're going to take a pause when we come back. Another important voice in this conversation. Our dear friend, Miss Shannon, will join us. Uh, Thanks for being here, everyone. We appreciate you. Uh, listening, we appreciate your voice and uh, we hear you. And uh, we'll be back after this. A beautiful day.